With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, let me stop you right there. The Mets suck. Because so far, Halloween's a bigger letdown than being a Mets fan. Opening day, and here's the first pitch, and the season's over. In the face! In the face! (laughs) What else you got? What else you got? You 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 gotta have more than that. Bing bong! It's it's Friday. How's Nick Cage celebrating? You you gotta have more than that. The Jersey Tragic is the absolute worst! I'm gonna get into a game now because they are incompetent! Incompetent! Yeah, yeah. It's like when um when they ordered all this to fire on uh, Luke Skywalker. 
and the projection. If you haven't seen it, then you didn't care enough to see it. And, and nothing's happening. More! More! And he's just standing there. You're, you're just standing there like Skywalker. Fire every the weapon guy firing on everything. <laughs> yeah, you know what we need? Hey, can we have another – can the Mets have another conversation about how we may not need DeGrom until the next round and, and, and we're planning for the Dodgers? Can we, let's have it – because that was really fruitful and helped all the discussions and all the commentary. And I'm sure the Padres didn't listen to any of that going forward. Oh, no, we didn't hear how the Mets are going to save their best pitcher for the next round of the playoffs. Can we have that conversation? Let's have – because well, that's really helpful. That will really help things to have that conversation. But now, oh, maybe we won't need DeGrom. We're going to have DeGrom tomorrow. He's going to get beat, and we're going to go home. That's what's going to happen. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just waiting for the season to end. And I thought I was going to come on here and be kind of calm and go, listen, it's one game. It's here. No, no, no. It's like – it's like that's, that's that feeling I've had since I knew they weren't going to win the NL East. It's a, I'm waiting for the season to end because they've been out of gas for a long time. Just waiting for the season to end, um, and I feel like that's where I'm at right now. How's that well, Jeff McNeil got that day off on Wednesday, so he should yeah. feel nice and rested. He's one for two on the night. I thought after yeah. the home run and triple last inning, I'm like, here we go! We're yeah. going to have fireworks! And then we got nothing. So I'm back to diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> bottom of the six, still plenty of outs to be had. You know, as you bring up don't, the... Don't give the me comp- still plenty of outs, but yet Scherzer's on. We're paying him $43 million bleeping dollars a year, and we're down 7-1. Come on, hey, I man. can't worry about that anymore. Okay? I, I, I can't look back. I got to take this situation for what it is right now. It is 7-1. to one. Yeah, That money is but, sunk. All right? That cost is sunk. I, the 80 pitches that he gave you in four and two-thirds, it's gone. I can't care. I've got to figure out how to generate runs. Get them on. Get them over. Get them in. I'd be going down and finding in the tunnel that little lockbox that has all the battle armor I need to go to the plate and turn into one and take one for the team. Base runners. Get back within a slam look it's not happening it's not happening yeah you can already see yeah, i'm trying Field, i'm trying to help you out i'm trying to be look, joe positivity dude, and you've quit it's not happening it's not ha- it's not ha- i i appreciate that i appreciate that but it's not happening all my worst fears about the Mets have come home to roost tonight. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're all coming home tonight. I don't have the roost. The roost is not big enough. No, but we're all coming home. All the chickens the big have come home you have. to roost, Bobby Boucher. What, what do you have? What, 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 wait, what's that big chicken coming in? Oh, that's Max Scherzer running out of gas, having a dead arm at the end of the season. That's the big vulture coming into us. Okay, well, I got some room for that on the roost, but maybe that's it. No, no, we have guys not hitting, and Alonzo striking out with first and third with the Mets need to run in the first inning. That's coming home to roost. The Mets not hitting. Okay, I'll make some room for that and make some room for that. All right. Oh, a U Darvish, the Mets can't hit him. ERA against the Mets this year is under one. Oh, no, that's coming home. To- Everything is coming home to roost. Everything. I think. Really, since the Mets didn't win the NL East, when they blew that series against the Braves, I I just couldn't get past the sense of – how are they going to bounce back from this? I mean, sometimes mentally, it's just too difficult to do. They had already been running out of gas in September. They had not been beating the teams they're supposed to beat, right? Alonzo said it best the other day. We got swept by the – do you feel 100 games in the wild card is deserving for you? Well, we got swept by the Cubs. Yeah, and we lost to the Marlins and the Nationals, and there's nothing else we can do. It has been an awful time since they couldn't beat the Braves. 
awful. And that's been it. And the Braves are walking around laughing, going, same old Mets. Major League Baseball's walking around going, same old Mets. They spent $43 million on Max Scherzer, and now the guy can't get anybody out at the end of the season when you need him the most. Couldn't happen for him. And they're wearing the black uniforms on Friday night. It's so cool. Nope. Now they're losing. They're getting drilled by the Padres. And uh, the cherry on top of the Sunday is, yeah, the Mets started talking about this series like it's a fait accompli. Yeah, yeah, we could save DeGrom. He could pitch game one. He could pitch game five against the Dodgers. What are we doing? What are they doing? I mean, really, I did this whole thing I felt like is a big inevitability that I'm just waiting for the season to be over. And I felt that way for the last week and a half. And that's where I'm at right now. And really, honestly, you know, I turned on the mic and I'm like, yeah, no, this is going to be fine. I'm going to talk about this, how I knew this was coming. The, no, 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 no. Because now I'm, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, I don't know how I'm going to react. Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the face. And the microphone came on and I heard narco and that was it. I was like, okay, now that's it. Now it's different. Everything is out the window now because they played narco no it's the worst though because you're getting you're getting all that the trolling my guy uh every man is up at bat right now uh the legend that is vogelback uh but it's you know you're getting bad trade offers in fantasy football oh where it's almost like i have to I block know. you and and then you know you, you look at all of these different the, the factors coming together and as you said it, it's been a couple of weeks coming and part of that is fatalistic met fan the other is you know you're trying to save yourself and build a, a little bit of an airbed for when it falls that you don't hit quite so hard cuz you'd been prepping right you got your your supply kits for the disaster uh, that was going to be the Mets end of the season, which means you've got a bunch of Big Macs since they don't age uh, just sitting in a box. But it's the the idea of this week and all the conversation. Look, if you're not motivated to play in the playoffs, then you suck. Okay, for the, so for the Padres, if they drew extra juice from it, I don't know what to tell you. They're saying what? They're going to walk through us. How dare they? No, you slept walk through the, the season, and here you are. Uh, you, you got into the playoffs. Uh, not to do the old be happy to be there, but you don't need extra motivation. You should be motivated enough. Likewise, from the Mets side, I don't know. They're a little, little casual with their conversations. Pete Alonzo, I like the response, right? We like honesty until we don't. Ah, is it you know, bad that you win 101 games? And this is, well, we shouldn't have gotten swept by the Cubs. Right, went to the specificity of a series, and everybody in the clubhouse is looking around going, yeah, I had a bad series. Yeah, I didn't get out of the third. Yeah, I came in for two hitters, didn't retire either of them. Uh, and, and, you know, memories and bad bad juju, bad uh, energy starts to creep in a little bit. Like, yeah, we here's our fate. This is what we played to. This is where we are. Bill Parcell says the record is who you are, right? So that, that should have been the end of it. Any discussions leaked? or real imagined theory by and MLB writers locally and nationally should have never been addressed. It's like, we're going into a series with the Padres. Let's talk about the Padres. And should have been the, the end of any discussion in that regard. Because the sad thing is, if, if it does go down in flames here and uh, Darvish retires the side, goes for the glove check at, at the end of the sixth, like, if it does go down in flames, that's all anybody's going to talk about. See, they brought it on themselves by bringing in that bat. And it's like, you know, don't add extra storylines. The fish wraps are going to have enough of them as it is. 
They brought it. They did, did it when they brought in Timmy Trumpet. That's what it was. It's, I well, can trace we, the downfall back to Timmy Trumpet. Everything was great, and we were feeling so self-satisfied. Yeah. And yeah. let's have Timmy Trumpet playing. Mm-hmm. The East is. We're printing T-shirts saying the East is ours. East champions. All of this. All the. And it's well, like I the mean, Mets you could print them. Oh, you didn't yeah. have to buy them. We got another couple of months left. Oh, we got another six weeks left in the regular season. The Mets are always going to Met. I mean, I, this is just how it goes. This is just, just how it goes for the Mets all the time. This is hold, how it goes. Hold. Hold. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, I, I'm glad that you're trying to help me with this. I'm glad you're trying to help me, but listen. Hey, I'm man, sure. that's what friends are for. I, I teammates. It, I mean, taking a baseball bat to you right yeah. now just seems cruel. Yeah. No, no, I just want to say Once this. the game goes final, it. maybe the tone and tenor changes. Yeah. Tysha, Tysha, you, don't even know what game, you don't even know who the Mets are playing. I know so they're, they're losing. Who are they playing? I don't know. They're not winning. <laughs> who are they playing? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody better than them. But they're not winning. Uh, this is, this is. I, I hate to say it, but this goes back to what I tell you: what it's like to be a sports fan sometimes. And when you're a fan, everybody is made up differently for their teams, and it's it's different for your teams, right? It's it's, it's sometimes. You, you know, look for my team specifically. Like when when Syracuse is playing basketball, I always think, "Nah, we're we're coming. We're gonna hit it big at the end, and we're gonna make a run. We're gonna get into the Sweet Sixteen. Now everything's gonna gel late." I'm always a big believer that basketball is gonna come around. That's why I was really shocked the way last year ended. Right with the Jets, I, I never expect anything, and you know, because then I'm never disappointed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we just, we've stunk for a decade. What's really is gonna we're gonna continue on? We stunk for a day. Yeah. Hey, I can enjoy the wins when they happen. But it's okay. Yeah. For the Mets, it's always whatever happens, disaster looks looks around the corner. Like I'm at the corner of a street. I'm at, I'm at the corner of prosperity and disaster. Wait, I could keep going on prosperity. Don't look around the corner. That's disaster. No, I got to look and see. No, just keep going straight on prosperity. Don't look around. No, no, no. I got to look. No, don't peek. Prosperity goes straight. Look where it ends. It ends with the World Series. No, no, no. Let me peek. Oh, disaster. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have made that right on disaster. I should have stayed on prosperity. Nope, that's what it is. It's always danger and the worst lurks around every single corner. So I appreciate I appreciate what you're doing, but you and the people, my phone is blowing up like I had a kid. Hey, congratulate. Hey, what's going on? Stop. I want everybody. Stop telling me if you get it to 7-4 by the 8th. Stop if you get it to 7-4. Yeah, if we get it to 8-7, we win the game. Stop if we get it to 7-4. Get it to 7-3. If we get 7-7, we're great. It's tied. If we get 8, it's tied. I, I, I get it. 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 But it's not happening you can see the way things are going with the Mets the negativity surrounding the team is immense City Field is going to turn on them the Boo Birds are out the Padres are going to say boy this is what it's like to play when it, uh, against a team when we don't have to worry about home field advantage because all they do is boo everybody boy look at this this is my worst nightmare I knew if if the Padres get out to a crooked number lead early things were going to steamroll on the Mets and they were going to it was going to just happen that way and that's the interview I did yesterday in San Diego they said what are you afraid of the most and I said I'm afraid that a crooked number in the first couple of innings that Scherzer gives up and then everything will spiral downward for the Mets ta-da look at me I'm a prophet I'm ahead of the curve I'm always ahead of the curve and I distinctly love being ahead of the curve on this one hooray good for you good for you that that's a beautiful thing hey did you know that in September Grisham hit 068 
<laughs> with one home run and four RBI. I'll hang up and listen to your response. Thanks. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. I pre- yeah, I appreciate that. I, well, yeah. I'm just trying to help you. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it bad that I'm more interested in tuning into Jason Smith to hate listen to his sadness about the Mets than watching the Mets-Padres game? Oh, Thanks, yeah. Well, Max. listen. Hey, tonight's show is going to be the, the baseball hate-watching equivalent of Colts-Broncos. Yeah. No, that, I, that, I mean, that, look, that, if you want to get right your there. angst out, maybe oh, you yeah, don't yeah. like something we said. Maybe we yeah. picked on your team, told you that your quarterback stinks. Mm-hmm. When when someone else is propping them up, whatever the case may be, yep. we're here for you. Let it out at Swollen Dome at How About a Fresca. Uh, come on in. <laughs> what was that? Tyshirt's like just play. Let me find something. To I don't know what that anything. was. Do that again. Check check uh-huh. check check. Uh-huh. check. <laughs> what, what the hell was that? That's Peter saying your team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I was watching a, a marathon of Timmy, Timmy today earlier with some South Timmy. Park. Timmy. Any first responder will tell you never try to beat a train after braking. could take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. So, yeah, here we go, everybody. Hooray. The Mets are losing. Yes. Again, sometimes I feel like I exist just so you can feel better about your teams tonight is one of those nights. Uh, we'll take a look back at the big day in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Got a lot of NFL to get to. Look, it is football Friday. And oh, by the way, the Draymond Green video got released today. Yeah. Something more than shocking. We will tell you about this video and what is now next. <laughs> hey, come on. Now you get to hear Meet the Mets. Get that banjo going. Come on now. That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Joining us now on the hotline. Oh, boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. NFL on Fox Insider Extraordinaire. Check him out on Twitter at Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, buddy? What's going on? How you guys doing? Good, man. And you? Yeah, better than the Broncos, that's for sure. Oh my goodness, man! Yeah, that's uh, they're that's a jagged edge right there. They're yeah. they're struggling. <laughs> Jay, their best play I, last night I, came I, when the referee we, got run. How do we politely over. walk around this subject? I don't know. <laughs> well, for four I'm hours right yesterday, now, the we Seattle did. Seattle Seahawks are like, hey, we we we're shooting pretty good over here, not having a rough over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. When's the last time you walked gingerly around any subject? That's that's not your that's style, point. man. Very good point, my friends. Very good point. <laughs> All right. How how bad are things for the Broncos after last? How bad are they? Oh, it's tough, especially losing Garrett Bowles also now. And yeah, like, look, I thought going into this season with the whole, you know, let Russ cook thing. No, you had two running backs who are really strong. Let them run. That's what you wanted to do. But everything had to be around Russ. And now it's. And it's catching up to them, and you know it's it. You know there's Russ. Sometimes like Russ has to look at himself. He has to look at himself right now. And go, man, what did I do? Because he is the one who orchestrated himself to get out of Seattle. Russell's the one who did that, and you know it started with the report a couple of years ago, right? And on Super Bowl day about the four teams that he wanted to go to and then denying it and all that. It was just, there was always so much. All, all this drama around. So Russell really was the guy who engineered his way out of Seattle. And I think Russell now has to look and go, man, what did I do? 
because yeah, th- they protected him in Seattle. They're not going to protect him there in, in Denver. So all the flaws are out there now. Well, I think that was one of the telling things last night, Jay, is that you already had, you know, Hackett's got all his incoming, but he didn't try to deflect. It's like, no, we called the play. Russ liked the play. We didn't execute. Like, he immediately was like, go, go over and talk to him. Leave me alone. Yep. I, that's, bad, that's bad news. That's bad, right? That's, hey, hey, it's bad business right now. It's bad business. That's what Mike Tomlin will call it. Bad business. Bad business. <laughs> right? Like, that's what's going on. It's bad business right now, man. It's bad football. And, and look, here's the thing. Nathaniel Hackett, he can coach. The dude is a really good co- offensive coach, right? Russell Wilson, we know, got a good quarterback. But they're just – things aren't on the – they're not on the same page right now. They're not on the same page. They almost need a self-scout. What, like, why is something that should be so simple so hard? So they need to self-scout themselves. All right, let's do some scouting it, it, ahead it of time. Be, my point is, it shouldn't be this hard. You have a guy who helped, you know, with Aaron Rodgers last year, and you have Russell Wilson. It shouldn't be this hard. It should be a lot simple, right? A lot, much simpler. It shouldn't be this hard. They got to sit there and figure it out. Why is it so hard? I, and I, guys, I can't for the life of me figure it out. But it's got to start with that quarterback. You know, I, I, always thought, that I, I always thought, Jay, is that coming into this year, I never bought into the Broncos that this is going to be a Super Bowl year. Russ is such I didn't a, either. I, I didn't think they were going to be the best team in that division. I, I thought they were going to be the I thought they were going to be the worst team in the division because I thought they were going to get away from running the football with the whole let Russ cook thing. You know what I mean? So their strength last year was running the football. And if you take that away because you have to make sure you put it in your quarterback's hands, it contradicts each other. And I thought thought they'd need a year, right? I thought – Listen, you got a new coaching staff, new everything. Here comes Russ with his unique skill set. You're going to need a year to adapt. Okay, what's the best version of this offense? Because everybody thought, well, this would be Brady and the Bucks, right? Brady shows up, Tampa Bay. They figured out middle of the season. Everything no, no, is great. No, no, That's not no, 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 no. There is no Brady. <laughs> so no is what you're saying? No? You're no, saying no? No, no. Are you saying no? No. Okay. Tom Brady is in a completely different stratosphere than Russell Wilson. Do not put those two guys in the same universe. It's not even close. You said well, teammates like, seem to like Brady too. So you said you said no like eighty five times in a row right there. That was like eighty five. Oh my god! Like, serious, no, 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 no. Russell Wilson is not Tom Brady. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you brought you brought up Tom Brady now as we get away from, from them. Here's Tampa getting into a softer part of their schedule. Uh, look, his, his personal life has been dragged through the media the last few weeks. Uh, you know, we talked about it this week. I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, you know what? Let's see if we're still having these conversations week 10 with Tom Brady, and they haven't put it together by then. I just think they need some more time to get back to some sort of normalcy, and then you'll see the Bucks being back to being the Bucks. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I, think, that, I think they've just got to get – they got to get back to the kind of physicality. Listen, I also think that the personality of their head coach, right, Bruce Arians last year, like the dude was just – he was nasty, right? And, and Todd Bowles is a phenomenal coach. He is fantastic. 
but I think they're missing some of that grit, some of the grit that they had last year. And they've got to find some of that. And that's, that's that kind of greatness that, that Bruce had. And, you know, like, man, that, that defense in the past, you don't want to face them. Like, you definitely didn't want to face Brady, but the defense really scared you. Now, not so much, right? They're, they're missing that grit, that punch-you-in-the-mouth type of attitude that they had when they won the Super Bowl. He's Jay Glazer with us here, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, uh, our buddy on with us each and every week. Best Jay Glazer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Best friends. No question about it. See, I no, love no, it. No, 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 no. I'm going I'm to steal that and use Do that on Smith all week. Do not Wilson and Tom Brady in. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that first teammate or former coach to come to Russ's defense. Uh, we'll be waiting a while. Uh, you right, see... right, right, right. <laughs> not one yet. Not one of them. No. But what's that say? But that's what you have to self-scout yourself also. And go, okay, okay, now I, I understand the sky's falling right now. What do I need to do? He's talented. Hackett's talented. It, like, like I'm saying, there's a lot of talent there. It shouldn't be this hard. they got to sit down and just be authentic. They just got to be real, be authentic, and figure Sounder. out, what, like, why is it not working? Right? No, Fox NFL Sunday, work? he's a Hall of Famer, founder of MVP, the Unbreakable Performance, coming up on 1010, Mental Health Day. Uh, you got a big chat going up, Artist Stevens and you. Uh, you can find all that information on Jay's Twitter page, at Jay Glazer, of course, his podcast. Big big... Sorry, Jay, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Big brother and big sister, yep, yeah, on, on Monday, yep. Beautiful stuff. Absolutely love the work you're doing. All right, as we get into that conversation, right, coming out of Sunday's action, are we celebrating the continued ascent of Cooper Rush and Jerry Jones trying to instigate all sorts of chaos, or did the Rams find some semblance of normalcy and get right? Um, I, I don't know if the Rams are going to get right. I, Rams got to find their identity again. I, I think, the, first of all, let's, let's go back to Cooper, Cooper Rush. Everybody wants to know when Dak's going to get back. Listen, Dak, the only way – nobody could tell you when Dak's going to get back because not only does the grip have to get back, but the grip and the spin of the ball have to get back the right way. So, you know what I mean? Like, he's got to be able to grip the ball without pain, but then grip the ball and then spin it mm-hmm. the right way. So, you're still – like, that's why, like, I, to be honest with you, when they were – when it first happened and they were talking about him only being out a couple of weeks, I didn't know why they didn't put him on an injured reserve back then. Cause it's just like, you just, it's going to take a little bit and you could have had a four week window right there, but all right. So now what he needs to do again, cause the stitches are out. He needs to get that feeling back in. He needs to get, get, get that grip. He's got to get the grip. He's got to be able to grip it and throw it exactly where he wants. But because Cooper Rush is playing so well, it's like, all right, let's give him some time. And they pair the game plan back a lot for Cooper Rush as well. They've done a really – Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore have done a really good job of simplifying things for Cooper Rush. And I think when Dak comes back, they almost merge it together. Say, okay, let's – you know what? This is working for the guys. We simplified things. Defense acted like, hey, we have to carry the offense. The defense should still act like that even when Dak comes back. As far as the Rams, yeah, they just they got to find an identity. They got to find some more data than the offensive side. 
and I, I don't know who they are. He's on Twitter at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer NFL on Fox. Check out his mental health podcast, Unbreakable. You had Randy Couture on uh, this week. Randy, the natural Couture. Oh, hey, you got to watch. You got to listen to it because when Randy and I go up and we talk in front of NFL teams and he talks about him taking those three steps up into a cage, oh, man, it's different. Mental health is not just about depression, anxiety. It's also about what you can use between your ears to motivate you and, and to push you to do greater things. This dude's won six world titles and coached 33 other world champs. He knows a thing or two about greatness. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Check out the latest. Again, the link to it on Jay's Twitter page as well, at Jay Glazer, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. As always, buddy, Can keep I say fighting no again? Fight. Can I go no, 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 <laughs> no, no, to, no, no with Russell and, and – Russell and Tom Brady? No. No, no. no. We're going to no. do that all night, Jay. We're going to keep no. saying no, no, no. no. All, no. We're going to do that all night. All I night. need to learn how no. to say that in my personal life. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring you along, up, Jay. You can tell people no for me. Yeah. <laughs> Love oh. you all. My best friends. Love you guys. <laughs> You're the best. Bye, Jay. <laughs> See you, buddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I need some time away from the Mets for a few minutes. I know, I know. You tuned in to go, oh, I can't wait to hear them melt down and just absolutely hate talk the Mets. Yeah, Tell yeah, Alan that yeah. the Mets suck. Yeah, need, need, need a few minutes away. So, the best Everybody thing we needs can a do. little time away. <laughs> we head to the hotline right now. And take a look at a big slate of college football games. CollegeFootballNews.com is the website. Your one-stop shopping for college football. All the analysis, predictions, everything you could possibly need. Written, directed, produced by our next guest. Longtime friend of the show, Pete Futak. He is on Twitter, at Pete Futak. Pete, what's happening, buddy? Were you firing into old school Chicago there with, a little line there, you know, before that. Oh, absolutely. Everybody needs a little time away. It took me a few seconds to be like, gosh, that's a bad song that rings a bell somewhere. And I got it. I'm really <laughs> proud of myself. Good oh, job, yeah. Pete. Get that Rolodex fired. Let's Fire go. it up. I love it. Not everybody can get big, obscure references. That was a good one, Pete. That was, I like that's, that. Nice. Well, hey, isn't that the last time the Mets won? I'm sorry. Oh, Too soon. Wow. Too soon. It's wrong. You know, That's wrong. What's best you know. is Pete, Pete goes on Twitter, Jason, and he'll tell you, nah, baseball, whatever. Teams I kind of like suck. But this is terrible. And then he comes in and immediately body slams the Mets. It's great. Yeah, of course Pete, I do. Who, who told us last week, I haven't watched a baseball game in months and months and months I and didn't, months. And actually, but, uh, that, was, that was absolutely me, and I tried. I really did. <laughs> And I had it on. Actually, you know what's best? At the very, very end, they came up with, in 30 seconds, they showed everything that happened, and I'm good. So it was good. That's how baseball looks great when it's like that. Okay. 
<laughs> I wish I liked the team in this. You know, I'm with you. There, there, I, in all seriousness, there is when you are into a baseball team and it's fun and you have the whole season, that is awesome because it's every day when there's nothing else going on. I just happened to have grown up uh, in Minneapolis with the Twins, and uh, I did like the Cubs for a while. So basically I have not cared about baseball in uh, five years or so. Oh, Twins, I was going to go back to like 1991 was the last time you probably cared about baseball. That's top of, it's top of my uh, – that, and all the national championships I was on the sidelines for and everything, 91 Game 7, that's probably on the top of the resume of uh, games I was at, yes. All right. All right, so let's take a look at the scoreboard tomorrow in college football. Speaking of going back to the 90s, I feel like we're there. Tennessee is 4-0, and and they play the, one of the marquee games of the day. The last time Tennessee was this good, it was T. Martin was the quarterback. It's crazy, you know, and what's weird about Tennessee is we all forget that they actually were pretty good for a while after that. Like there, was, there were a bunch of 10-2 and two teams in there, and they kind of trickled in. They, they, they screwed up somebody along the way on, for an SEC championship. I think Saban uh, got rolled one time in an SEC championship. I'm, pro- I'm totally whiffing on this. But, and then all of a sudden it just didn't work anymore. But that's one of those pro- programs. Like, you could look at Nebraska, and I know they eked it out tonight, and you're like, they're never going to get to that again. You just can't. They just don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the recruiting. Tennessee's one of those programs where you look at it like, yeah, that should be, you know, Clemson at least or Alabama. It, it should be a superstar program, and there's no excuse for it not to be. And let's see what it does against LSU. Look, LSU has been okay. You know, they've quietly kept on winning under Brian Kelly. We all saw the Florida State game, dismissed them after that, and they're, they're not going to win the national championship or anything, but they're kind of good. How about Kansas football? 5-0, and $300 million being dedicated to propping up all the entertainment and sports venues there. And Jalen Daniels, 11 touchdowns against one pick. Uh, they've got a, a game against a ranked opponent uh, tomorrow as we, they take on TCU. How real is this run? I, it's, it's good. We're going to find out fast because here's the thing. If Kansas is good in the Big 12, where's your free space? Like, look at those other nine teams. I mean, West Virginia is pretty good. You know, Texas Tech is pretty good. Who else? Where, where's the 10th team? Where is that bad, bad team? Is it Oklahoma now after they're getting, you know, rocked? Well, at the moment, maybe if they lose tomorrow, they'll in the standings they will be. You know, but, like, this conference is all of a sudden good, and Kansas has to play all of them. So Kansas is going to have a gauntlet ahead uh, to see if they're for real or not. I, it's muscle memory. I can't pick Kansas. It's just not in me. You know, it's, I, it, they went something like, was it 0-12-1 uh, against the spread over a two-year span over the last couple of years, and they were always literally money. Uh, but I think TCU is also one of those under-radar teams. So I'm going with TCU. I think they're playing a lot better, and they're just not getting the pub because Kansas is sucking all the oxygen out of the Big 12 room. What if Mark Mangino came back to coach Kansas tomorrow? He was great. We all forget that. You, you want to talk about that team. They came really, really yeah. close to playing for a national championship. Like, they were there. I mean, they were right on the doorstep of one win away from getting into a BCS championship way back in the day. 
And that team, you can like fun stat to death. Anytime you want to talk about, you know, well, what has Mike Leach done? Look, you know, Kansas got to a, you know, within a you know national championship last time of, you know, someone did it. So, yeah, they used to, they had a run there for a while. It was kind of crazy. Pete, here in Los Angeles, they're getting fired up because of the points being rolled up by the machine that is the UCLA Bruins. They got a big test tomorrow against the Utes. Uh, I see an awful lot of popular picks on the Utah side of it. Uh, Can you make the case for Dorian Thompson Robinson to make enough plays to to outshine? I'm actually not joking here. Are they going to have more people at Kansas or at UCLA for this monster game? You know, Kansas, I mean, like, you can get in for 15 bucks. Yeah. It's supposed to be, you know, but look, UCLA, it would be so massive for the Pac-12, at least for another couple of years. But at least for right now, it would be so huge if UCLA won this game and became a national talking point because USC is there. USC is going to win tomorrow. They're going to look weird and there's oh my gosh the defense and then they're going to wake up and Caleb Williams will be like okay here you go Mario Williams and Jordan Addison there's your touchdown there's your touchdown to go home but if UCLA is good that's a fun team that's Chip Kelly that's a veteran quarterback like you said DTR is, is, is just one of those guys he's been through the wars now and he played like it against Washington you beat Utah you're for real I mean Utah is really really good now their game doesn't travel. If you're counting the Florida uh, loss, they are now one and nine in their last ten games against teams uh, that are finished with a winning record. But that is that talent-wise, line-wise, experience-wise, Utah is right there with everyone else in the best of the Pac-12. So if you get packed back-to-back wins over Wash that Washington team in Utah, then yeah, UCLA all of a sudden is a real thing. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com insider, our guest right here. All right, so I want to give this to you because, you know, you gave us Ed Orgeron, America's interim coach, a few years ago, (laughs) which I tell you how much I enjoy that. Um, Has Michigan become America's big Fox team? Because every week is you, I wake up and the first game is Michigan on Big Fox. Doesn't matter who they play. We're getting Michigan on Big Fox to start every college football Saturday. And that, and I can't unhear big nude kickoff in, every time they do the promo. I don't know why. The noon does not enunciate in my head. It just, well, it, it hits you every time. It attracts uh, a it, lot it of is. eyeballs that way. It, yes. But, yeah, I guess, because it fits. It's, you know, it's Michigan. It's, a, it's the you know, 11, 12 o'clock game East Coast time. It's when you're, you know, waking up and doing whatever it is you're doing. I mean, it's just the perfect team at the perfect time. They come out, they run a little while, they win, and they move on. That's an underappreciated team. And I, I'm, I've said this to you before. I'm going to kind of keep saying this as they keep on winning. Just as long as they get to Columbus 11-0 and and as long as they don't get obliterated, they're in this because I, I'm going to keep firing this. Alabama, they've played two good teams so far, and we're shaky against them both. And Bryce Young's hurt, and now they've got a murderer's row schedule coming up. Georgia, it's looking shaky. It could lose to a Tennessee. It could lose to a couple of those teams on the schedule. And if those two teams get to the SEC championship and one loses, obviously, you have a tw- and if one loses as, the tw- as two losses, no two-loss team has ever gotten to the college football playoffs. So either the CFP committee is probably going to have to end up, you know, changing its precedent with something here, or else they're just going to say, oh, because it's Alabama, we'll take them both. Or an 11-1 and Michigan that 
he doesn't even have to play a Big Ten championship game. And, okay, you lost to Ohio State. Well, there's the number one team. They can get back in this thing. I, I think they're the underappreciated team rolling right now. I like chaos between the white lines, Pete. Where am I finding it tomorrow? Uh, I, I, I kind of, I, I'm really sort of like, I thought it was Wisconsin last week. I thought that was Illinois was kind of that team to kind of watch out for. It's, it's not Kansas, but if you're looking for that underdog, which I don't know if it's an underdog, it's, the line has changed now. I've been hyping up Stanford to beat Oregon State. I know it's boring. I know nationally that's just not a big thing. It's going to move any needles, but that's one of those games that's going to be kind of funky. And the other one, yeah, poor old Texas A&M. Yeah, I can't go there that they're going to pull it off, but they got guys. I mean, they've got NFL talent on that defense. We're still iffy on Bryce Young. I'm not – again, Alabama's played two good teams. They should have, could have, would have lost to Texas, and they were in trouble last week against Arkansas until that fourth quarter. I, I, I can't see a world where Texas A&M pulls this off. I just wouldn't be shocked if they kind of make this interesting. He's on Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. Check out collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shopping for college football. All the previews, analysis you need. Uh, On the front page right now, Pete's got 800 words on Syracuse's path to the college football playoff. Oh, boy. So check it out. (laughs) Just get get bowl eligible. Look at that schedule. (laughs) Just get bowl eligible. Then we'll start talking. Hashtag one more win. Hashtag one more win. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. See you, Pete.